Welcome to another segment of Herb of the Week. I'm Jen, and today we're going to talk about sage. Before we do that, I just want to remind you that I'm not a doctor, I'm an herbalist, and everything I suggest here is just that, a suggestion, not diagnosis or treatment of illness. If you have concerns about the herbs I mentioned today, talk to your practitioner before you make any changes to your healthcare routine. So last week, I went on a tangent about the healthcare slash pharma machine. So if you want to hear my opinions about that, check out the Goldenrod episode. But today, our topic is sage. Salvia is the genus in the mint family, which we've discussed before in the lavender episode. The name of the family is Lamiaceae. It's a huge family. It's mint, lavender, sage, and some other things. Salvia apiana also known as white sage or bee sage or sacred sage, is an evergreen perennial shrub that is native to the southwestern U.S. and northwestern Mexico, found mainly on the western edges of the Mojave and Sonoran deserts. A beautiful place to see if you haven't yet. We just took the kids to see it this last spring, and it was incredible. Watch out for snakes, though. You can grow it here as an annual or bring it indoors for the winter, and it keeps pretty well in a dry, rocky soil. Of course, I'm in Zone 5, so it's pretty cold here. Benefits and Uses I'm going to group the benefits into three categories, internal, external, and mental, which I've just decided to rename Neural. Yes, neural gets its own category because it's that complex and cool. So let's start with the outside and work our way in. The external benefits are antispasmodic. Just like it sounds, it relieves muscle spasms. Anti-inflammatory, also just like it sounds, reduces inflammation. These two actions work well together in case of injury. So keep this in mind, when you're working with herbs, it's important to have herbs that work well together because some actually don't play nice together. It's even better to find herbs that offer multiple actions at once, like this one. But the internal benefits go much deeper. So we've discussed in um, a previous episode about antioxidants and I broke it down for you, the idea of free rads and their effects on the body and the part that antioxidants have in trapping them. I think it was the calendula episode. Do you remember that? Well, I'm going to quote the Journal of Traditional and Complementary Medicines article titled, Chemistry, Pharmacology, and the Medicinal Property of Sage to Prevent and Cure Illness Such as Obesity, Diabetes, Depression, Dementia, Lupus, Autism, Heart Disease, and Cancer. Yes, that's just the title. Here's the quote. Antioxidants play a very important role in protecting the body against the oxidative stress and free radical-induced damages, which are the cause of various ailments such as diabetes, heart disease, cancer, brain dysfunction, weakened immune system, etc. A study in drinking of sage tea twice a day showed increase in antioxidant defense and improved the lipid profile, which may indirectly improve the diabetic function. 
Tea infusions of sage have shown to be as effective as metformin, which is the chemical drug used to treat type 2 diabetes, and act by reducing liver glucose production as well as increasing the action of insulin. So in addition to its antioxidant actions, sage is also an astringent and has been traditionally used to treat sweating and menopausal hot flashes, as well as to alleviate the associated menopausal symptoms. It's also a carminative. What does that mean? It's a fancy way to say it reduces flatulence. So boy moms, imagine you now have Wonder Woman's bracelets of submission to stop those fart-blasting minions. <laughs> I'm just kidding, of course. You wouldn't want to give your kids sage unless they have a serious digestive issue. Sage does more than just reduce flatulence, though. It aids in the digestive system in many other situations, such as loss of appetite, stomach pain, gastritis, diarrhea, bloating, and heartburn. I also want to mention that it's non-toxic for pets. So those of you with a bully breed, like me, or a dog that struggles with digestive digestion in general, take note, sage is a carminative and safe for dogs. The third category is neural. Salvia species are known to positively affect memory disorders, depression, and cerebral eczemia. This is insufficient blood flow to the brain, which can lead to death of brain tissue. A study shows that salvia officinalis improves the memory and cognition, and with increasing dosage, the mood gets elevated as well as alertness, calmness, and contentedness increase. It's been used for centuries as restoratives of lost or declining mental functions, such as in Alzheimer's disease. I'd like to take a moment to explain this in the simplest way I can because it's interesting and also important for future episodes about the brain. If we can just talk about neurotransmitters for just a moment. Neurotransmitters are like chemical messengers in the brain that carry information from one end of the nerve strand across a gap to another neuron. So for example, when a thought leads to action, these impulses are fired through the chemical to get across the gap. There's several neurotransmitters and some of you some of them you may have heard of. Endorphins are one, which deal with pain management. Norepinephrine, also known as noradrenaline, forces the muscle and the heart to operate at max potential. Serotonin and dopamine both regulate mood and cognitive function. GABA, G-A-B-A, is actually an abbreviation for gamma-aminobutyric acid, which inhibits or reduces nerve impulses when they're overexcited. So like that feeling that you get when someone just scares you almost to death. You feel a sharp tingling sensation in your arms, and sometimes it's physically painful. That's an example of overexcited nerves. So in that moment, when you feel that shock of pain, it's only for a, a second, and that's because the GABA kicks in and calms those nerves. Another one is glutamate and acetylcholine. So acetylcholine is actually the one that I wanted to talk about because it's the one that's affected during Alzheimer's disease. Acetylcholine causes muscles to contract and act activate pain responses and regulate endocrine. So in Alzheimer's disease, 
There's an enzyme called ACHE, capital A, capital C, lowercase h, capital E. It's responsible for terminating that signal transfer. SAGE is actually an ACHE inhibitor, which means it counteracts this enzyme and enhances the acetylcholine in the brain, allowing the impulses to continue to get across. And I think that's kind of a cool thing that it does. It's kind of unusual for an herb. A randomized double-blind clinical study has shown that the ethanolic extract from common sage is effective in the management of mild to moderate Alzheimer's disease. And study on patients did not show any adverse effects on them taking sage. The antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties of sage officinalis may offer a long-term protection in the pathogenesis of dementia. Also, the mood-enhancing properties of the herb may have applications in the treatment of advanced dementia, in which disturbed mood and agitation feature as a major problem. Sage essential oil has also been reported to improve immediate word recall as well. So sage is great for the brain. It's been regarded as sacred by so many cultures around the globe since before time, no doubt due to all of its unique benefits to the human body. And I haven't even talked about its antimicrobial properties. So sage is oftentimes burned to clear the air, and a lot of people do it ceremonially to clear negative energy. But sage literally clears the air of microbes with its antimicrobial properties. Now I'd like to highlight three of my favorite sage products. This first one is sage deodorant. So I have two types of deodorant. One is a spray deodorant, and the other one is a balm type deodorant. And they're both great, and each one is different, and which one is right for you just depends on your body. But they both include sage, and that's because of the astringent properties. They're really put to the test underneath your arms. I love the scent of it because it's neutral. It's not too feminine. It's not masculine. It's just right. It's got a nice, earthy, clean scent. And those are just $8. I also carry smudge wands. I have them in different types of incense, but white sage is my favorite. And it's like I was saying earlier, to clear the air. Smudging is a ceremony practiced by some indigenous people in many cases for spiritual cleansing or blessings. These bundles are just $5 each. You can cleanse the energy of the room and boost brain function at the same time. And the third product that I'd like to um, add is sage essential oil. If you're putting together a home apothecary, this is a great oil to keep on hand. The shelf life of essential oil is incredible compared to loose leaf herbs, and it takes up far less space. Again, you can find each of these items on my website at kinfolkherbs.com. Now it's time for the DIY segment. I'm going to tell you a simple, quick, slap-together recipe for sage massage oil. Remember in the beginning of this chat, when I discussed the external benefits of sage being anti-inflammatory and anti-spasmodic, and it's great that it does both because the two things work together in 
cases of injury? Well, muscle injury is a perfect way to use these two actions together. And it's a bonus benefit to the brain because you will smell the oil as your body diffuses the scent, giving you a memory boost and maybe even some new neural pathways. Here's what you need. A massage oil blend of some type. I like to use sweet almond oil, but you could use just about any plant-based oil you already have. Don't make it hard on yourself. Just any plant-based oil will do, like avocado or even olive oil. But sweet almond oil is light, and that's what I like about it. So if you have it, great. For this recipe, I'm going to give you measurements because it's important to have a proper balance when it comes to essential oils. They are, in fact, chemicals, and you should treat them as such. So for this recipe, two ounces of your carrier oil, whichever one you've chosen, and then you're going to add seven drops of sage essential oil. Combine all the ingredients into a vessel, shake it gently until blended, and you're done. Apply one to two teaspoons to the targeted area and massage it in. It's pretty easy, isn't it? So if you want to make your own, I have the ingredients, or I can help you source the ingredients. And if you don't have time to make your own, that's what I'm here for. You can buy a jar of herb-infused massage oil for just $16. I have other types of body oils on my website as well. Lavender, rose, and jasmine. I'd like to hear how you use sage. Leave me a comment. If you have questions, email me at info at kinfolkherbs.com. And if you want to have a hard copy of Herb of the Week, you can sign up for that as well as other goodies on the website. Just subscribe with your email address and I'll send you all sorts of great info. And that concludes this segment of Herb of the Week. Thank you so much for listening and please stay well, folks. <music>